Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And we're back on Bob Bernie Live, Open Phone Friday. And uh, listening today is uh, one of my favorite listeners, Vanita, in Carroll, Ohio. She is 100 years, uh, 101 years old, and she listens every day on her little red radio that is dedicated to this program. And her son is on the line and uh, telling us about a funeral uh, that they attended uh, of a world, uh, a, a a Pearl Harbor soldier. Is that correct, Joel? He was a Pearl Harbor. He was in the Navy, and he his name was Joseph Hoffman, and he was 24 years old, and he was on the battleship Oklahoma. And the story they told at the funeral was that they were on deck to play the national anthem when the attack started and their battle stations, they were sent to their battle stations, which were below deck to feed ammunition to the gunners Yeah, when it was torpedoed. And it, I think the Admiral rear Admiral price said that it was torpedoed nine times before it rolled over. My goodness. uh, When it rolled over, they were trapped and uh, they tapped on the hull, Morse code, and tapped on it. And they, uh, he told the story that the uh, sailors on top, who were trying to get them out and were unsuccessful, had uh, were glad when they quit tapping. Mm-hmm. And uh, what uh, my mother and I emotionally uh, had a connection to it, we wondered because my father was there, yeah. his ship was in dry dock, and uh, we wondered, you know, could he have been one of those on top here in the tapping? Yeah. He, he never talked about much. Right, and, right, and, right. Uh, everything. And, and many, uh, many of the survivors refused to talk about it. It was so traumatic, they, they could not talk about it. Well, let me uh, finish up here. Uh, he... Uh, they had several years after the attack. They brought brought it up and rolled it over and opened it, and the bodies were so mangled they put them in a mass grave. Well, fast forward seventy years, and uh, DNA comes along, mm-hmm. and they have yeah. been they were able to identify his remains out of this mass grave. They asked the whoever. I think it was a VFW down there. I'm not sure if they wanted him sent back. And they said, yeah. And the reason we're calling this, we want to take hats off and salute to the people of Chillicothe, Ross County, and Highland County, and the village of Greenfield. Hmm. As a funeral made its way from Chillicothe to Greenfield, where he was buried, everybody and both those counties were extremely respectful and wow. patriotic. Wow. I, they they pulled off the road. They got out, crossed their hearts. They, many wow. of them saluted, and uh, that was the main reason for calling. We just wanted to. Oh, I'm so glad that that 
you and your mother could be there. And thank you for calling and paying tribute. Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. When When is your mother going to turn 102? No, not till March. In March. Okay. All right. She's still, still going strong. All right. Well, I hope we can have a party in March for her 102nd birthday. You give her love from Joy and I. Would you do that? Will do. All right. Thank you, Bob. God bless you. Thanks so much for the call. Bye-bye. Bye. What a great honor Joy and I had to be a part of her 101st birthday. She listens every day. And when my program is on, she didn't want anybody to talk to her. She's got her little red radio that's just for listening to this program. And uh, I don't know that I've ever had any greater honor hosting this program than to meet her, Joy and I, meeting her and being a part of her birthday celebration. So anyway, all right, let's go back to the phones and uh, Pamela in uh, the Eastland area of Columbus, is calling. And Pamela, you've been very, very patient. Thank you so much. You are on the air. Thank you. This is the first time I've got to talk to you. I've wanted to talk to you for some time. Um, I guess I've listened not quite a year, but I've been down here in Ohio like uh, a little over three and a half years, which this month, the second, makes four years, so... Um, and and where did you move yeah. from? Um, well, I lived in Michigan for a while, Saginaw. Yes. And, uh, you know, compared to coming down here where my daughter said, oh, come down here, Mom. You know, I ended up there from California because of her. Oh, my and goodness. The job stuff started. She moved down here and moved in 2017. And then I moved down here in September of 2018. But uh, it's really different down here. You know, we don't get parades like down here and all the stuff. It's uh, it's uh, something else, you know. But uh, I'm I'm adjusting, you know. And now I have, you know, some more great grandchildren. Oh, one good born for you. Here in, uh, Columbus. So uh, my son lives in Costa Mesa. Oh, sure. I know exactly where Costa Mesa is. I'm born in Long Beach, and uh, I lived in Compton, uh, Norwalk, and Artesia. Yeah, you wouldn't know Compton now. Oh, yeah. And all of that, Norwalk and Bellflower. My parents lived in all those. They're from California, but uh, uh, let's see. I was going to say... when you talked that one time, you know, I was getting messed up on the program because I'd hear you, and then I went through a case of insomnia, and then I would hear you on the radio while I was trying to go to, you know, see if I'd go to sleep instead of the TV, and uh, I would hear you all over again. I'm like, now he's saying the same thing that he <laughs> said earlier today. I'm like, Do yeah, you my my program is rebroadcast. From 3.30 to 6 a.m., just it is rebroadcast just like it is broadcast at 3.30 to 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. See, now it tells you how late I was up. But <laughs> then I said, oh, I've got to talk to this guy, this man. He uh, sounds like me and a lot with uh, not Sperry Farms when I first heard you. 
Oh, I my said, goodness. Oh, yeah. When upon Mr. and Mrs. Knott's Berry. And then I remember, you know, when I was a teenager, we used to go in there and all of that. And we'd eat those long licorice and sit with the cowboys <laughs> on the benches and the right. cowboys. Oh yeah. Well, my mother, my mother, and my my grandmother, and then my mother lived just down the street from Knott's Berry Farm uh, for many many years, just off Valley View. Oh yeah, Valley View. I went to Pine Park High. You and, went, uh, okay. I went to Buena Park High, and then I did. I lived in California for for years, and then when Orange County got so expensive, I moved up there where Roy Rogers and Dale Evans all the stomping ground Apple Apple Valley, Valley. yeah, and yeah. and I have one daughter that lives in Victorville still, one out sure. here in Ohio. But uh, yeah, when you talked about, you know, my son in Orange County sent me. Three jars. I told them, I don't know why we can't get boysenberry preserves out here. Nobody <laughs> knows what a boysenberry is. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, yeah, boysenberry. Yeah, well, they that's why, know. that's because Walter not invented boysenberry. Oh, he did? He did. I thought it was, okay, is it California's climate that it grows so well? Uh, probably. Hey, uh, my screener says you wanted to talk about Joe Biden's speech, and we've got about one minute before I need to take oh, the break. Yeah. What were your thoughts uh, about the speech? That was um, it. Uh, spooky was just an understatement. Because I have to tell you, I when he spoke, it was like I could feel something like. You can say the whatever earth or heavens or something like shifted. And it gave me like chills because I went, now this has gone too far. He insists on spilling innocent blood. If he could get his hands on other countries to push it and more family plant. This man has such a thirst. And uh, then did you catch the part where he said anybody should be allowed to marry who they want, who they love? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Here we go. You know, abortion on top, same-sex marriage, the LBGQXYZ, and on and on. And I said, uh, you know what? There's going to be out of this. Because I could almost see him in a uniform, you know? Like uh, some kind of communist. Uh, it it had very it. much of that feel. It really did have very, very much of that feel. Yeah. And many yeah. people thought that as well. So anyway, Pamela, I've got to go. I've got to take a break, but it was a delight to talk to you. God bless you, Bob. You you as well. All right. Call again. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Fellow Californian. A lot of cities that I, uh, I remember very, very well. All right. This is our final break. We'll come back, wrap things up. But if you call right now, I promise I'll get you on the air before we finish. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. 
And we're going to wrap things up here in just a few minutes. I usually save this to the very, very end, but occasionally I'll forget. Or I don't handle my time very well, and uh, it's very important. I want to remind you, being a good, solid, Bible-believing church this weekend. And if you don't have one, make this the weekend that you begin your search. There are solid Bible-believing churches all over the state of Ohio. Central Ohio has many of them. There is no excuse not to be in a good Bible-believing church. And folks, listen, COVID is over. I know it's still here, but it is no longer a threat. If you feel that you have to wear a mask, fine, wear a mask, but go to church. Unless you are physically unable to go, if so, praise God for streaming TV. I'm serious about that. I am so thankful for the technology that can bring a service into your home, on your computer, even on your phone. But if you can physically be in church, be in church. This whole thing of virtual, no, 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 no. And I'll uh, I'll leave it at that. If you're in a liberal church that denies the authority of Scripture, the virgin birth of Christ, the bodily resurrection, why in the world are you supporting that kind of heresy? Get out and find a church that you can support with your whole heart and a church that will support you. So, be in church this coming Sunday. Uh, Speaking of this weekend, uh, America is going to attempt to go to the moon again for the first time since 1972. The Artemis One is scheduled to blast off sometime around 2.17 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, It was supposed to have blasted off earlier. Uh, They had to scrub it because there was a fuel leak. They believe that they have fixed the leak. And uh, as of last evening, it looked like weather was going to uh, cooperate in Florida. So uh, as if you're a regular listener, you know I am fascinated by science. I am fascinated by space. And America is going to the moon. It is not a manned mission. There will be mannequins, dummies. Uh, It sounds so much better to say mannequins. Uh, They will be in the crew capsule uh, with all kinds of sensors and so forth. It is going to be a 42-day journey to the moon and back. Uh, The most powerful rocket America has ever launched. Uh, is the Artemis One? It is scheduled. The uh, countdown is scheduled. Well, I think liftoff is actually scheduled uh, for two seventeen p.m. But there is a two-hour window. If there's some kind of delay, the weather isn't quite perfect, or something else, there is a two-hour window. So sometime, uh, if everything goes well, it will blast off tomorrow sometime between two seventeen and 4.17 p.m. tomorrow from Cape Canaveral in Florida. 
Uh, then this just an, an interesting thing. Uh, on social media, there's all kinds of stuff floating around that Joe Biden signed an executive order that will do away with all cash. Well, it's not exactly true. It is a step in the direction of no cash. He signed an executive order in March of last year, Executive Order 14067, 14067. Can you imagine how many executive orders this president has signed? And it is to explore the possibility of creating a CBDC. What is that? Centralized Bank Digital Currency. Now, if this comes about, will it do away with all cash immediately? No. Nope, nope, nope. But it's a step in that direction. So it's all over social media that uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order that is going to do away with all cash by, and then there's a date. So is that true? No. That is a rumor. However, it is a step in that direction. And over 100 countries currently are exploring going to digital currency. 100 countries. So is it going to happen tomorrow? No. Is it going to happen next week? No. Is it going to happen next year? Probably not. But we are headed in that direction just like Scripture prophesied. So just wanted to uh, straighten that out. Folks, have a great evening, a great weekend. Enjoy the holiday weekend. But wherever you go, whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.